This is an ABC podcast. Did you know that sucking the end of a pencil every day for an hour, a pencil that is sold in a special chain of health stores, will help spare you trouble with knees when you're 73? As long as you've been sucking for at least four decades, that is. No, I didn't know either, but you're bound to find advice like it on the net somewhere. That's the kind of tosh Tanya Ha often finds online or in magazines. She's now Director of Engagement at Science in Public, a member of the Executive Committee and Board of Science and Technology Australia, and was once a reporter on ABC TV's Catalyst. I've got brilliant news, everyone. Bananas with brown spots kill cancer, so let's eat lots of them. Yes, it's true. Fully ripe bananas with brown patches on their skin produce a substance called tumor necrosis factor, which can eliminate abnormal cells. The darker the patches, the higher the banana's ability to eliminate abnormal cells, boost your immunity, and lower the risk of cancer. It's like totally legit science. I read about it on Facebook. Oh, and the post ended with this really sweet message. Share with the people you care about. (laughs) Okay, as you've probably guessed, I didn't share it and I groaned and rolled my eyes like I think a few of you did as well. There's plenty more fruity factoids on Facebook. A YouTube video that claims that the wax on waxed apples causes cancer has gone viral and it's been viewed about four and a half million times. The fact-checking website Snopes.com has a whole article on what's wrong with the video. Waxed apples aren't known carcinogens, and the use of wax on apples isn't a secret conspiracy. What is concerning to me is that people might get scared of eating fresh fruit and vegetables. The fibre in them actually helps prevent bowel cancer. In fact, the logo of the charity Bowel Cancer Australia is an apple. Actually, maybe they're part of the conspiracy. Facebook is full of cures and killers. Some posts are helpful, such as those warning home renovators to look out for asbestos when they're renovating an old house. But there's also a truckload of posts about a wide and weird range of things that allegedly cause cancer. Hand soap, bras, sunscreen, bread, baby bottles, dairy milk, almond milk, deodorant, coffee, mobile phones, Wi-Fi, vaccines, mammograms, drinking cold water after a meal, and even chemotherapy. (laughs) Now back to those brown bananas. In the interests of satisfying my curiosity while torturing myself, I went down that rabbit hole to see who made the original post, seek the science involved, and speculate why it was posted and shared. So starting with the science, what is tumor necrosis factor? It's actually a protein that causes inflammation as a part of your body's natural defences. Macrophages, a type of white blood cell, make it when a threat is detected. What on earth is a substance made by blood cells doing in a banana? Some versions of the banana meme refer to a Japanese study. So I dug it up. It was a mouse study, not a human trial. The mice weren't fed banana. Instead, the scientists cut up slices of very ripe banana. They added some deionized water and blitzed it with a high-tech lab version of a stick blender. You know, The filtered extract was injected into the mice. Surprise, surprise, the immune systems of the mice produced tumor necrosis factor as part of the normal human response to dealing with something that's not meant to be there. 
Now, the scientists made no claim that the bananas produced the factor and no claim about finding a cure for cancer. So who posted this dodgy misrepresentation of clinically insignificant research? Well, I'm glad you asked. It was posted on Facebook on the page of Ayurveda by CureJoy, which describes itself as expert advice on cure, fitness and beauty. Reach out to experts in yoga, Ayurveda, naturopathy, homeopathy and other alternative disciplines. And it has nearly 10 million followers. Its Facebook posts take you to curejoy.com, a magazine-style website. It has articles such as 14 vitamin K-rich foods, is blue cheese good for you? And what you need to know about that lump behind your ear. I applied the standard questions I use to size up health information websites. Who is running the website? Is it a charity, a research institute, government agency, or a business? Who is paying for it? Websites with ever-fresh content cost a lot to run. What's the business model? What's the purpose of the website? How aggressively does it ask me to sign up for something? If you click on the Media Kit link, you'll read in big decorated letters, holistic health and wellness market has gone mainstream. A once niche market, 77% of shoppers now opt for healthy, natural and organic choices wherever possible. Now I know the business model. Attract your eyeballs with appealing content and sell advertising to companies who want your eyeballs. As the saying goes, if you're not paying for it, you are the product. So what's the harm? People might eat more brown bananas. No big deal. At least they're not throwing them out. Hashtag war on waste. You should be happy, Tanya. <laughs> the trouble is that it all adds to the noise that vulnerable people with serious illnesses are trying to wade through and it's being shared by their empowered friends. Friends who are impressed by a YouTube documentary or a miracle food book, or they've done their research with the help of Dr. Google. This all got very personal for me over the last 10 years. Three of my best friends have faced and survived cancer. But my much loved brother-in-law, Graham, died from lung cancer in 2008. Then in 2012, my sister found a lump in her breast. My big sister, Marina, the one who gave me no-nonsense advice about boys. She was my bridesmaid, and the person who is the only other one in the world who knows the dance moves to our wham rap routine. She had cancer. I knew what was coming because I'd seen it before. My sister was about to get a barrage of well-meaning but poorly informed advice from friends, sometimes gentle, sometimes dogmatic, and often confusing, contradictory, and distressing. I knew I'd have to protect her. It was then that I really came to appreciate the BS detection skills you learn as a science journalist. I could help her deal with the information overload that I knew was headed her way. I came to her doctor's appointments and later explained anything that she didn't understand, like what a sentinel lymph node is and why they're biopsied. And I was her gatekeeper. With her and her husband's blessing, we told everyone to channel communication through me. I would call them, send group text messages, and post updates on Facebook after surgery and after doctor's appointments. And they could pass on health information through me. We asked our friends to give Marina the space and peace she needed to focus her physical and emotional energy on her recovery, treatment, and keeping her three young kids happy. Of course, a few friends were insistent on recommending various treatments or evil chemicals to avoid, so I went down many more rabbit holes researching the evidence and relaying what I found to Marina. And by and large, it worked. 
But there was one incident that made me furious. A while after surgery and radiotherapy, my sister saw a dietitian for advice on what to eat to help with her recovery. She left in tears, having forked out $180, only to be told that she must have given herself cancer by having a diet that's too acidic. Now, my sister's eating habits are about the healthiest I know. She's that mum whose kids reach school age still thinking that dried apricots are lollies. <laughs> cancer is a health challenge, but cancer survivorship is a mental health challenge. How anyone can take money from a scared, trusting young woman and tell her such fact-free, anxiety-inducing bollocks is beyond me. And yet they do. It's true that cancer cells can't live in a novally alkaline environment, but neither can any of your cells. Acidic dyes do not cause your blood to become too acidic. Stomach acid is way more acidic than most of the food it digests. And because your enzymes function in a narrow pH range, your body has complex and multiple systems to keep it from changing. Every Facebook post promoting alkaline water makes me seethe. I think of my sister, and I wonder if she's reading the same post, feeling a stab of fear, guilt, doubt, or anxiety. Facebook is normalizing dangerous ideas, that anyone can be a health expert, that all disease can be cured with food, that cancer scientists are in league with Big Pharma, that refugees get more government payments than pensioners, or that Hillary Clinton ran a child sex ring from a pizza joint's non-existent basement. And the more we like on Facebook, the more its algorithms channel more of the same, serving the stories that support the views we already hold, deepening our confirmation bias and warping our perspective of the world around us. The real power of Facebook lies not in facts, but in feelings. The posts that provoke laughter, stoke rage, pull our heartstrings or fuel fear are the woes that are the most liked and shared. Those with health advice can influence people making life and death decisions about their own healthcare. Pause before you hit like, and especially before sharing. Check the source. See whose information, free advertising or propaganda you might be on the verge of sharing. Do a quick internet search to see if the idea is contested or see if the claim is explored on a fact-checking website such as Snopes or Hoax Slayer. My bottom line is this. The next time you're called upon, to share if you care. Instead, share with care. Because if you really care about your friends and family, you can bloody well take five minutes to do some fact-checking first. Be well and thank you. Tanya Ha, author and director of engagement with Science in Public, speaking at the Royal Society of Victoria. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.